0: welcome to direct line with greg taylor and stephanie spangler direct line religious topics without preaching mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy you're not going to find all your answers but you will always find an opinion this is direct line and now your hosts greg taylor and stephanie spangler
1: Well, welcome to direct line it's the last thursday in july july twenty nine Greg Taylor, Stephanie Spangler, Steph. I was out of here for two weeks.
2: Welcome back, it's welcome good. back, welcome back.
1: Man, good song. Is that an actual song? It's or are you Welcome just making Back, that Cotter. Okay. Don't you remember Welcome Back, I Cotter? Don't. I don't. That's, I think, before What were you my doing? Tunnel. I was
2: watching it. We're the well, same age.
1: I wasn't watching it. I must have been watching Sesame Street or <laughs> something. I Mr. Don't know. Rogers' <laughs> Neighborhood or something. Welcome
2: Back was in the evening. It was a nighttime show. That was like a
1: John Travolta. Is yes. that right or yeah. not? Yeah. yeah, you got that right. Before he was actually all that. I guess, in
2: Greece and the whole bit. I don't know. But welcome back. We missed you last week. It's good
1: to be back and welcome to Direct Line. It's hard for me to believe that Sunday brings the month of August.
2: I know. I mean, the
1: summer has flown by.
2: Flying by.
1: Teachers are getting ready to go back to school. I know one that's not maybe super excited (laughs) that August is upon us. um, It absolutely flies by. But I wanted to start this week. We've got a great show. We're going to visit with Deanna Witzel and Charlie Jeffers from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, it's History Month. i got to start by saying, you did a great job <laughs> coming up with history.
2: Did you like my Jeffrey Dahmer and I, uh, Nadia Comaneci? I, I, I didn't go quite great. as far back as you go. So yeah.
1: now, Do you remember Nadia Comaneci, the
2: 14-year-old? I do. I remember yes. that. I remember yeah. being a little girl watching the Olympics. Yeah. That was probably the first Olympics I can remember.
1: And, of course, the Olympics are going on right, right. now. Right. And S- I, is the Simone USA doing Biles. very well or not?
2: Simone Biles. I mean, she's the gymnast, and she yeah. pulled out I morning. saw did that. that? And the basketball older? team
1: is losing games. Soccer, and the women's, women's soccer, soccer team out. is losing games. I mean, what's up with that?
2: No, I yeah. I think something there must be some nerves that must So here's happen. the
1: question. Do you think that the Olympics have lost Maybe is the word the luster that they once had, because at one time they were all amateur mm-hmm. and now, you know, you've got NBA players mm-hmm. and you've got mm-hmm. professional soccer players and, and you've got
2: people p- who don't really want the national anthem played. Yeah, but, so. I,
1: but I mean, even that, I mean, I don't like that at all, but I'm just saying there was a time that was kind of amateur sports. Yeah. Yeah you know, the the time for them to shine. And I just wonder if, it, I mean, I've barely watched the Olympics. That's yeah. how crazy it is. And I can remember in 84 and 88, I mean, that's all we watched at night. But we didn't have, you know, 171 channels. To Correct. Pick from and Hulu either, so. and Netflix and right, all the other stuff. Right, right. I think but, that um, makes a difference. But you know, I'm this Sunday in church, I'm going to talk about the Olympics mm-hmm. and my favorite Olympic gold medals.
0: Who's
2: that?
1: Eric Little. It's a fire. Sure it's a yeah, fire. I'm going to tell that story. So um, I'm excited about it. So I'm excited
2: about we'll, it, too, because we'll I don't think I know the story.
1: Yeah, so. well, we talked about it on Direct Line, but I don't want to give it away. Okay. So maybe we'll talk about it next week a little bit okay. after the fact. But, yeah, if you get a chance, join us at Second Church, 8, 9, 20, Steph, it looks like you guys had a great two weeks when I was gone.
2: Well, things didn't fall apart. Well, they kind of did fall apart last well. week for me. But now things went pretty smoothly. I mean,
1: you know, you had, uh, I thought, just great services on July 18. I thought Dale, Daniel did right. a great he job did. bringing the message. Terry actually preached back-to-back weeks right. in both venues, talking about Celebrate Recovery. Right. Thought he did a great job. I thought radio last week was really good. Yeah, you our know, guests
2: did a good job. Right, and
1: Morgan mm-hmm. and Clayton, I just, I really love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought CR last week, Morgan Milligan mm-hmm. gave her, her uh, testimony. Yeah thought that was really good. So, um, things, that,
2: things went on without you, but they weren't the same without you. So well, but we're I glad th- you're back.
1: But I think what I love about this day and age, I think one of the blessings is I was able to... Feel connected mm-hmm. through online right. in the state of Bo- in the state of Massachusetts, right. Boston. You know, right. in uh, the state of Maine. I yeah. mean, that's one of the blessings.
2: You get to see my probably largest, biggest faux pas I've ever done. I have
1: yet to <laughs> see that. Actually, talk a little bit about that. Okay, so, so let's set it up. It's nine twenty service. Nine
2: twenty. First song out of the gate. I'm sitting at a digital piano, which I'm not really. That's not where my giftedness is behind the piano. But I'm sitting behind the piano, and I mistakenly hit a button, yeah. and this other music <laughs> came on in our ears, <laughs> like an auto. Uh, yeah, music. like a Moroccan, oh. different key, different beat, and I didn't know what it was, so we just kept going for the whole song. And then when we stopped, it was still going. Oh, so wow! Yeah, it was. It was one of those where we should have stopped, but I didn't know what I was going to do to fix right. it. If we stopped, so we kept going. And at
1: least it wasn't the <laughs> online service. Oh wait a minute! It was, it was the, the online service. service. <laughs>
2: Okay, so we had an, something's going on with one of us. Is it you or is it me? I think it's me. Something's still playing. and I don't know how to get it off. Let's press stop. Okay, that was what was very awkward. Another song playing through the entire song. Yeah, but we pushed through. We did it. And I won't push that button again. Sorry about that, tech people. All right, you can be seated and let's watch the video behind us. It's one of those things you got to just laugh Uh, and say,
1: you know, I had an instance like that happen to me, actually. Yeah. We had a great trip to uh, to New England. I (laughs) got to spend a week with my daughter and son-in-law. They are church planners in the Boston, Massachusetts Uh area. Man, church planning is hard work. Uh It is really hard work during COVID. I I mean, yeah, but I'm just so proud of them. We got to spend time with them and then we traveled up to Maine, had just a wonderful time at huh? Acadia. You've been to Bar Harbor, yeah, is that right?
2: that's one of my favorite spots oh, in the nation. Oh, it's just wonderful. Yeah.
1: And last Wednesday, we'd begun a week and a half, and it had been a picture perfect vacation and we were leaving augusta maine the capital of maine which is a beautiful city by Mm -hmm, the way mm -hmm. and we're heading west eventually going to make it to vermont and about 25 miles in the epc light on my car comes on and i mean i can't go over 35 my car's shaken and we kind of limped our way back to uh, Auburn, Maine, to a Volkswagen dealer. Okay. And uh, they said, We've got good news. It's just going to take a $90 part nice. to get it fixed. Nice. But they said, We've got bad news. We can't get that part. <laughs> Have you heard of because the great of the COVID car part shortage?
2: shortage thing? Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. So um, long story short, that part didn't actually get to Maine until Monday late afternoon of this week. Wow. So we had to get back. I preached Sunday and our very first church that we served, right. wonderful church in Moequa, They Illinois. were counting on you. They were. We'd had this scheduled for like <laughs> nine months, right. 10 months. Right. And so I told Marla, I'm going to do whatever I can to get back and... I'm talking planes, trains, <laughs> subways. Um, was you know, that like
2: John Candy? Oh, and... I
1: felt like Steve Martin and John <laughs> Candy. It was crazy, crazy. Which was your favorite? Stuff.
2: The plane, the train, um, the you know. Here's the thing I
1: would tell you: I didn't. You were really, probably on a boat too. I weren't did. You this oh, time, we did boats. I mean, we did it all. Yeah. If, 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 the only thing I didn't do was ride a bicycle. Okay. You know? But um, <laughs> yeah, the thing that I walked away from though is just the blessing. of of, in the midst of this storm, mm-hmm. all the ways that I would say God still provided for wow. us. There was still provision yeah. that took place. And uh, But yeah, it was a crazy, crazy time. Long day last Thursday. Oh, I, uh, I had to make uh, an extra trip back to Maine, unexpected really? to, to pick up something that was lost. I'm uh, just going to leave it at that. Okay, okay. But um, again, a subway, <laughs> an Amtrak, and a city bus. Wow,
2: and, you did it yeah, all. Yeah, it
1: was a 13-hour uh, public transportation oh bonanza. How's that? <laughs>
2: I bet, though, you'll look back next year when it pops up on your Facebook memories with fond memories. I will. I it's yeah. a bur-
1: And my birthday was last week. That's and, right. You and, were
2: gone for your birthday.
1: I, and, you know, it was a birthday that I will absolutely never forget. But um, I'd been gone 12 hours last Thursday. I'm on the subway uh, heading back to my kid's apartment. I'm going to have about a two-mile walk when I get, which is no big deal. But um, they stopped the subway train. They say, we're going to be doing track work. you got to get off. And they put us on city buses. And <laughs> so I had 15 minutes left that turned into an hour and I just started laughing it was just one of those things like it cannot and people are looking at me like is he okay you, know, you gotta wear a mask well, yeah let's so talk I've about gotta, that oh yeah um, uh,
2: did you know you had to wear a mask well, when you started this whole on, on
1: trip? the third day of our trip I went to Boston by myself okay and I jump on at the yeah. beginning yeah. of the trip yeah and I'm just as happy as can be. And the people are getting on, and they're just staring me down. And New England's not known for its friendliness. Correct. When you say that, right. but I'm thinking, wow. what is the deal? So about the 10th stop, this large man gets on and he stops and he just stares at me and shakes his head and walks on and you know i'm thinking is it the chicago bears hat i'm wearing and finally i look up and the um the marquee that's scrolling and says masks required on all public and i didn't even have a mask yeah i have like 10 masks back at the house right but i and so you know i take my shirt and cover up my nose. And then the crazy thing is I get in Boston and I stop in two or three shops and ask if I can get a mask or buy a mask. And they said, no, you know, one of them mask required, but they didn't have any mask. So I'm thinking, what am I going to do? But finally, the wonderful people at the USS Constitution provided a mask. Way to go. So, yeah, it's one of those things. I couldn't have been more ignorant, not realizing (laughs) the frustration I was creating, but hey, oh. let's end this segment um, in a hurry, <laughs> okay. please. All right. But it is good to be back. Welcome home. Thank you for holding down the ship. Absolutely. We're going to go to break. When we come back, Deanna Witzel mm-hmm. and Charlie Jeffers from our area McDonald's. They, uh, Mc, uh, the Witzel family mm-hmm. are sponsors for Direct Line. Right. We're very thankful for them. We're going to visit with them. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darby's to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park.
3: Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermillion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families.
0: And I'm Ross Darby.
4: I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame Plaques and Signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame,
2: it's going to be great!
5: By PC.
3: women's care clinic in danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy the best news is all of our services are free free pregnancy tests free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation and even free consultations with medical professionals and that's not all we offer parenting education mentoring for moms and dads and help with adoption planning we also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987 Women's Care Clinic in Danville, changing lives one decision at a time.
1: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN.
2: Welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie back with Greg this week. And, again, we're so glad that you're back with us. I don't know how Terry and I, we held down the fort. We did a
1: great job. It was wonderful. How
2: well we held down the fort. I
1: actually wondered as I was listening. I was on a city bus (laughs) in Portland, Maine, listening. And I wondered, am I going to have a role when I get back? Or is it just going to become the Steph and Terry show? I
2: don't know. I don't know. Well, we are so glad, though, this week to have... Yeah, have you back? And we're glad to have in studio with us, uh, Deanna Witzel, who is the owner of McDonald's. What do you call it? Vermilion County it used McDonald's? used to be Vermilion County McDonald's, but no. now that we have Covington, Getting ready to change,
6: we had to change the name. So what did you change
2: the name to, Deanna? Witzel Family McDonald's. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes good sense. And you it's have because it is our family. Yeah, absolutely. And with us today is Charlie. Yeah. You are the training manager, I yeah. guess. For I'm all Charlie of the Jeffers, McDonald's.
4: training manager, and I help oversee training for all seven of our locations. Well,
2: welcome. Welcome. Welcome, I recognize your voice because you're in the commercials on, yes. on direct line and on, you on the You do a great stations.
4: job in yeah. the commercials. Thanks to Deanna. She, yeah. Got me started on that.
2: Well, we're so glad that you're here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, hey, Deanna, I, last time you were here, I mean, we were in the middle of COVID. Uh-huh. I know, I think the dining room was not open at that point. Catch us up. Where are we at July 2021 in the world of McDonald's?
6: Well, we're trying to get back to normal. Okay. So um, with the exception of our Hoopston and our Main and Bowman restaurant, the other uh, four restaurants' lobbies are open. Okay. Um, we are a little bit of limited hours. We're opening at 5.30 instead okay. of what used to be 4.45, and we're closing at 11 during the week and 12 o'clock on Fridays and Saturdays okay. because of the staffing challenges. Yeah. So we had to cut back our hours a little bit to be able to – Schedule for the busier times of the day to right. take care of our customers. Have mm.
1: you ever had a season as an owner-operator where you've struggled <laughs> to hire people and and keep people? What what in the world going on?
6: Never in my life, in fact, just uh, well in August I will hit my thirty-nine years with McDonald's, wow. and never, ever, ever have we had these kind of staffing issues. Yeah,
1: and it's not a McDonald's thing; it's a it's an American every, thing, an right?
6: Ev- yeah, it's everywhere. But when you can make more money sitting at home on your couch than you can going to work, it's unfortunate that that's that's kind of where we're at today. Wow.
1: And, and Charlie, I mean, that's kind of your thing, right? You're the hiring. One of the things you do is you hire, right?
4: Yeah, that's a big part. And, you know, trying to staff a brand-new location coming to Covington, Indiana, has has been difficult. Uh, Having a low application flow. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you also want to be somewhat picky on who you bring on board. You don't just want to give Mm -hmm. everyone... Uh, a foot in the door without having the expectations there that we're looking for. Uh, But it has been a challenge for sure.
1: So I want to say, first of all, thank you for being a sponsor for Direct Line. It's hard to believe. What is this? Our 17th, 18th month, something along those Mm -hmm. lines. It's been a great time. You've been with us from the very beginning. But I want to give you both a chance to make the case why someone listening should consider a career with McDonald's.
6: Well, I'll start off by saying, you know, Don and I both started as crew people. You know, people see it maybe as a a dead end job, but really it isn't. It's a career. And, you know, Charlie was with us when he was a teenager. Wow. He worked his way up to a shift manager. He left for a little bit and went somewhere else, and then he gave us a call and said he was ready to come home and so has been back with us. But he started as a crew person as well. In fact, every one of our leadership team, from our director of operations, both of our supervisors, Don and myself, all of our general managers, have all started as crew. So you just have to work hard, and you could be anything you want to be. What do you
1: think, Charlie? Make the case, somebody listening, Why is a career with McDonald's something they should consider?
4: I would say from a starting standpoint, you know, when I walked into McDonald's at the age of 16, I didn't really know what the future held for me, Uh, but I was given an opportunity to learn and grow and become something more than I thought I I was, Uh, you know, to progress from a crew member into a crew trainer and then move into a shift management role, which last year we promoted 19 of our crew members into management positions in 2020, Um, and we Want to continue to have years that are even better than that, Um, and that just shows the opportunities that are present in our organization uh, to become something more than what someone thought they might have been able to be in the beginning.
2: So. What are some of the the benefits uh, that you you find working, not even just monetary, but what are some of the benefits that that you find working at McDonald's?
4: Many find that life skills in general, It's one of the things I promote a lot to someone that's maybe never worked before. I I do our orientations every week and we always have new employees that have never had a job and I always say, welcome to taxes. You know, (laughs) I kind of joke about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, But But I try to help them understand that, you know, the future is very bright for them. And if they really take this opportunity to heart, they can learn so much about customer service, order accuracy, speed and efficiency, you know, working with different people, different personalities. Um, those are all things that you can learn just working at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of people that have been with us for a very long time, so they have found value in working for us to be able to grow within our company.
2: Can I tell you a funny story? Please. So last week I was going through your drive through on North Vermilion, and it wasn't too busy, luckily, at that time, but I placed my order, and the person inside was saying something to me, and I'm telling you, a giant hornet. The, I mean, it was huge. It flew in my window. Well, I... I started freaking out. I'm like screaming. <laughs> they probably thought, what is going on? I'm just trying to complete this order. They were just patient, and I did shoe that thing out. But it was huge. It was enormous. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Know, Crazy. But they handled it really well on the other side. And <laughs> they didn't awesome. even say anything to me when I got to the window. Like, what are you screaming about, lady? They didn't do that. So,
1: <laughs> hey, so as you guys talk about hiring, if someone wants to inquire, how, how do they go about that? How do they find out about a, a possible career with McDonald's?
4: So a few options are to go to www.mckhire.com. Hire.com and click on search for jobs at the top of that page. They can also stop at any of our six current open restaurants. Okay. And we have a hiring table where they can pick up a flyer and paper applications. Just show up. And just oh, show wow. up. And we do open interviews on Mondays from 3 to 5 p.m.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. That's great. So I'm a Covington girl. I live in Covington, grew up in Covington. So um, have you had any... Have you heard any talk about the size of your signs? Have you? Oh, seen- <laughs> yeah. We've heard all kinds of talk. I'll
6: be honest in saying yeah. that it was bigger than I expected it to was be. Was it? Okay. I it's mean, a they new are huge. Yeah. Is it? New, okay. It's yeah. a new design. Well, so when was- I saw it, I'm like, holy moly. Yeah. Yeah, you come
2: across 136, boom, there it is. And if yeah. you're coming from downtown towards going out of town, it just mm-hmm. on the end of 3rd Street, there it is. But let's talk about... Um, this Covington small town and the hiring issues that you're having. I, I want to go back to what you said earlier. Why are people happier to sit on their couch and take the government money than they are to work? That's uh, what I think it is. That's uh, what you think it is. I think
6: it is that as well. And and I don't know the answer to that. I've I've worked since I was 14 years right. old, so I don't know what it's like not to work. I can't right. imagine not working. Right. So it's hard for me to really relate or understand that. Yeah. Um. You know, it's just unfortunate. I just don't. I don't know. I don't understand it.
1: When do you think Covington opens? I mean, can you give Is it kind of dependent on well, the hiring process or?
6: That, that's a part of it. Okay. I, I can tell you quite honestly that we don't know. Okay. We don't know today. Every, yeah. we meet every Tuesday and it changes every week. Part of the yeah. problem is, as they're saying, kind of related to COVID, but also related to the people not working across the country. Uh, they need to be able to make 500 compressors a day. They're be able to make 50. Uh, okay. and so things like compressors, we can't get, there's a lot of e- kitchen equipment that we're not able to get yet. Yeah. Um, breakers is one of the big things that wow. there's certain kind of breakers that they have to have to run McDonald's equipment and we can't get them. And so I just, I kind of think it's an answer to prayer that, yeah. uh, that these things aren't ready because we're not ready right. in terms mm-hmm. of hiring. Okay. So we're, right. we're still trying to hire. We did just raise the starting um, wages, trying to be more competitive, yeah. um, to $13 an hour for yeah. anybody that can work during the daytime or that can close the restaurant, uh-huh. and then $17 an hour for managers who have open availability.
1: It's starting
4: pay. Good
6: it stuff. is, and yeah. you know, it's and and then we have yeah. some great benefits as well that, you know, it's I just don't get it.
1: So I didn't send this question to you ahead of time, so feel free to, uh, Nick, say it if you want to. But I've said for quite some time, my favorite cup of coffee is McDonald's coffee. And I was having this conversation on the East Coast on my vacation with somebody, and they said, well, you know, several years ago, McDonald's changed their coffee. I don't know if that's right or that not. Is, that, is, is a, that
6: true? That is a fact. And actually, a really, through that. a really interesting thing actually happened, and this is this is a factual, true story, we were in a what's called a advertising co-op meeting yeah. actually in Decatur, Illinois, okay. Okay. and one of our long-term owner operators, he was friends with Fred Turner, who was the number 2 guy at McDonald's from its inception. Okay. Um, and said we need to have better coffee, and so he challenged McDonald's to do some testing and to change the blend. Okay. And so so it was a more a bolder uh boulder coffee and and it has been very successful and i was actually in that meeting when that conversation wow. started so it's kind of a cool story but. i don't know how i
1: missed that but here's the thing my favorite cup of coffee as an adult has been mcdonald's so i don't know how i missed the change when it happened but man i love it and you too. it's
2: now, our our coffee fancy coffee friends probably won't like that but what i like about it is the the value it's a good deal i mean it and it's Absolutely. definitely a good flavor. So
1: Now, here's the other thing that you probably have nothing to do with. Do you have anything to do with the K-Cups?
6: No, have so nothing I'm, to do with those. <laughs> I'm killing
1: time in Maine when our cars broke down. Okay. And I'm walking through, I think it was like a TJ Maxx, and I saw a different kind of McDonald's K-Cups, and they had like a Paris blend. Have you ever even heard? I've never even heard of it before.
6: I've never heard of no, a Paris yeah. blend. No, but we, it looked very We interesting. do use the K-Cups in our office. Okay. We do have yeah. those. But... yeah.
1: Well, good stuff. good stuff. Well, hey, thank you for sponsoring. We're, we're so blessed for uh, all that you do and for the world of McDonald's here in our area. Before you get out of here, though, I want to talk a little bit about Step Up, and I want to talk a little bit about the GLS. Step Up was back in person last week.
6: It was. We were so excited yeah. to be together again. We had just really missed everybody, mm-hmm. and we had a great turnout uh, You know, from all aspects mm-hmm. of our community in terms yeah. of education, business, yeah. You know, we had pastors. Yeah, the the um, we had Mike Marin, our state representative, was there. Larry and Bond, Ricky Williams. I mean, really, a lot of our community leaders showed up in person, and it was just great to be together again and yeah. and to get back to work to talk about addressing the needs and the issues in our. I community. heard we
1: had a celebrity pastor citing Drew Menser. We did. Is we were right? so
6: excited <laughs> to see Drew. I actually yeah. saw him pop up on my email as somebody who. Um, were RSVPing for the meeting, and I thought it was a mistake. Yeah, um, yeah. So I was yeah. I was really surprised. He was and excited in town because to his
1: daughter Dee was at Joy Camp right. at uh, Hanging Rock. Hanging Rock. Yeah, right. Right. and so talk a little bit about GLS. I mean, we're a, a week away. I know. You're a big part of GLS. Are you looking forward to it?
6: Well, I am. And actually, I wasn't planning on going. Okay. Because of the Covington opening, we yeah. were actually su- the, our second date of opening was supposed to be August 4th. And okay. so didn't think that I was going to be able to go because of that. Yeah. But Dale has twisted my arm yeah. and <laughs> and we're going to work it into the schedule awesome. so that so that I can attend, but but well, we're very excited. It's always be a there, great Charlie? experience. Yes, You'll be definitely. GLS.
4: Have you been to GLS before? I, I did the the first one last year. Okay. Was virtual. Yes. Yeah, and I'm ready to be in person. Yeah. yeah, We had we did a good we had a good one last year. Just yeah. uh, in person is going to be different. It's well, be I'm fun excited this year.
1: about it. I want to just remind people it's not too late to jump in. It is a great two days. I talked to a pastor friend in Lincoln, Illinois this week, and he's going to come over. He oh, says good. and be a part of it and we crash know. with us on Thursday night. And uh, it's just a great opportunity to have it right here in our community community and it's a great time to connect and to resource with others so it
6: absolutely is and just the fact that everybody has influence yes know, yes absolutely so
4: important to our community
1: well hey thank you all for being here before we get you out of here one more time someone wants to know more about working at mcdonald's charlie how do they make that happen
4: well, one of the greatest things about working for McDonald's is the opportunity to learn and grow, to be become a leader. We have a tuition reimbursement program, Archways to Opportunities. Uh, you can earn up to $2,500 uh, wow. towards their uh, tuition. Managers can earn up to $3,000, and all they have to do is work for six months and work 20 hours on average a week. Um, and then we also have 401K, matching 401K after someone has been with us a year and is 21 years of age. And then our new competitive wages that are, are in place uh, and, and effective and it's it's making an impact. We got signage up on all of our stores outside, out in the drive-throughs. Yeah. Uh, if there's someone who doesn't know we're hiring, there's no way they're not opening their eyes. Right. I'd be scared that they're driving their car right now. Um, but go to uh or stop into one of our stores and pick up one of the flyers on our on our hiring tables. And
1: you're doing what do you call it? The open interviews. Open
4: interviews that? are Mondays from three to five p.m.
1: Okay. All right. Well, good stuff. Deanna, any final words for us as we wrap up?
6: No, no just thank you for having us. We're, oh, we're yeah. glad to be here and glad to be a part well, of this. Well, thank
1: you for taking time. I know you're a busy person, and we're so thankful that you're here. Last question for you. How can we pray for the Witzel family? How can we pray for the McDonald's family?
6: I mean, honestly, for our, our family personally, I'd ask you to pray for Robin Haley. We're uh-huh. expecting our first grandbaby oh, in November. Awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations excited about yes. that so praying that's for great. a healthy baby yeah. um and then in terms of our our restaurants really just for staffing for us to be able to hire and recruit
2: and develop some crew and managers because we we're ready really, for a we new need day. people yeah Come on. We need covington. People. i'm gonna tell my covington yes. peeps, get out there yeah. and get get the application in yeah
6: please please yeah. please yeah. that's great
1: well deanna witzel and charlie jeffers from mcdonald's thank you so much for being with us this week
6: Thanks for Cheers. having us.
1: All right. You're listening to DirectLine. We'll be right back after this.
7: Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647.
0: Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermilion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopson, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robcairo.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O dot
6: Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. It's easy to apply. Stop by your local McDonald's restaurant or apply online at mchire.com today.
8: This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at McHire.com or stop by any of our locations.
4: This is Charlie Jeffers, Training Manager. As a member of the McDonald's team, you'll receive a competitive wage, a work schedule based on your availability, meal discounts, 401k options, and more. Open interviews are held every Monday from 3 to 5 p.m. Stop by any of our locations for hiring information in person or apply at mchire.com and your McDonald's opportunity can begin today.
5: Our world needs Humble, confident, bold, and integrity-infused leaders. Live online and in person at more than 500 host venues across the United States, it's the premier leadership event of 2021, the Global Leadership Summit, Thursday and Friday, August 5 and 6. World-class faculty includes Craig Rochelle, Malcolm Gladwell, Dr. Francesca Gino, Dr. Henry Cloud, and more. Join your local community live online or in person at Second Church of Christ in Danville by going to globalleadership.org summit.
1: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, July 29. It's hard to believe it is the last Thursday in July. And uh, that was a great segment. With Deanna Witzel and Charlie Jeffers from McDonald's. Uh, Stephanie needed to step out. We've got Terry Goodwin back in. Yeah, Terry, you're I'm becoming glad to be a here. regular.
8: Oh, I love joining you guys. I, th- I appreciate you letting me be here.
1: Well, I appreciate you jumping in. And that was really a great interview with Deanna and with Charlie. And just really thankful for McDonald's and thankful that they are sponsors of Direct Line.
8: Yeah, our sponsors here for Direct Line are, are so important. We're just so thankful
1: for their investment in this. And uh, we hope hope it's blessing the community absolutely so let me say thank you to not only don and deanna witzel from mcdonald's but also chris and dacia robinson from robinson chiropractic bill and mary lou knight from lakewood insurance The Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tank Wash, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. Terry, um, a big thing in our world today, I mean, it's the buzzword in many ways, is critical race theory. And critical race theory is just really one aspect, one element of critical theory, which is 100 years old. It's an academic theory that basically says the entire world, everybody in the world, you're in one of two categories. You're either an oppressor or you are the oppressed. And I really believe that critical race theory is one of those things that there's a lot of people talking about. They don't really necessarily even understand what they are talking about. But one of my favorite preachers, I got to hear him live one time, Dr. Tony Evans dallas texas he wrote an article and I, I got a copy of it this week i don't exactly know when when he wrote it but he basically says that uh when it comes to crt there really is a biblical response and he says that it's really not critical race theory that's the answer but kingdom race theory kingdom race and i love right. that i love it too and you know i think tony evans is uniquely qualified to speak to this because he is an african-american And he has spent a lifetime ministering. We had his son, Jonathan Evans, uh, in Danville. That was great. For the Women's Care Clinic banquet. But, Terry, as you read that, what jumps out to you about his uh, message that the answer isn't critical race theory but kingdom race theory? I think anytime we're thinking about anything involving
8: the greater good of our our world – The idea of being kingdom focused is so important. Correct. And when I think of critical race theory... Unfortunately, I think of division. Yeah. I think of separation. And when you when you change it to kingdom race theory, it's all about bringing us back together and uniting us. Because when we talk about the kingdom of God, it's all about creating an environment where we can be united and we can gather together.
1: And that's where where Tony Evans is going with this. And so when you think about just your life and, you know, I would say, Terry, in a lot of ways, you're kind of a shining example of the difference, just one friendship can make. I think of your friendship with Courtney Watson, you know. Yeah. And Courtney's been on direct line. Yeah. And you know, Courtney spoke for our serve together worship service. But um, you've had the opportunity to be at his church. And I think, are you going to be back? Is yep, that right? I'm going to be speaking at his church in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what, Philadelphia, Philadelphia Baptist? Philadelphia Missionary
8: Baptist okay. Church. Yep. Yeah.
1: And so as you just think about your friendship, I mean, it doesn't look to me like it's a situation where you said, hey, I need to find this African-American guy and we need to try to create this artificial relationship just to model, you know, black and white. It looks like you're friends. You well, know, and- I'm. I'm not about being fake with
8: anything, and if that's what it was about, then it's honestly a waste of time. Right, right. But relationships, when you build relationships and you build trust with people, that's what it's all about, and that's what helps build the kingdom.
1: Yeah. And so I'm a part of a group, and we're meeting again uh, tonight, actually, Thursday night. And it's a group that uh, Pastor Thomas Miller has put together. And the last time we met, there was 25 of us that gathered at his church, New Life Church of Faith. And there were 13 African-American pastors and 12 white pastors. And uh, we, we didn't do any theology that night. We didn't read any books that night. We talked as brothers and sisters uh, in Christ got to know each other, and I know Pastor Miller is really passionate that that ultimately that's the key when you get right down to it, if we're ever right. going to change this. And the thing that I think you need to bring up and you need to talk about um, in light of this article that I'm linking right now, but this greater issue is I think for some people, they think the issue, the answer is CRT. I think there's other people that say, hey, you're you're making up an issue that, that is not an issue at all. Racism is not a problem at all. And that's not the case. I mean, there's no doubt about the fact that there are problems there are right. issues right. but i know when when there's an issue with a good friend when there's an issue with a family member and i have that relationship i'm a lot more comfortable to have those frank discussions to have those transparent discussions when you don't know someone right you don't know their heart you've got to get to know people it's really hard
8: well, one of the things that we talked about uh, a few months ago at serve together is the idea that we need to start looking around our community and seeing different events, different activities, whether at churches or uh, or not at churches and saying that's not for somebody else. If it's going on in our community, right. it's for all of us to be involved in. And, and it's not about a certain type of church or a certain race. Right. It's about us all having an opportunity to come together. And we've had several several folks in our community reaching out to other churches and attending other churches saying, I, w- I want to worship with you this Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and it could be an african African-American church, it could be a white church, it it could be any church. And the thing is, as we gather
1: together, we start to build those relationships, even from the ground up. When you visit another church, Mm -hmm. um, talk about what goes through your mind. Talk about what you're experiencing when you do that.
8: Well, first of all, I love my church here at Second Church of Christ, but I have had the opportunity to either speak at other churches, lead worship at other churches, or just attend. And when I go in there, what's going through my mind is how awesome it is to see what God's doing somewhere else. I never go into it with the mindset of being critical or judgmental because you know everybody's not going to do everything the same way. And I could go in and point out, well, they do that different. I like it the way we do it instead. But ultimately I just want to say, man, they're they're worshiping the same Jesus, the same God that
1: we are, and it's exciting to see it happening. And for me, I mean in our role, a lot of times, man, we're just locked into that one church that we serve. That's a weakness of being in local church ministry, is I'm away from second church three, four times a year, you know. But when I go somewhere else, it's exactly like you said, I'm reminded these are people they love Jesus. These are people that are committed to their church. These are people that are passionate. And one of the things I like to do is I like to look and see what are churches doing different that we're not doing that maybe we could do or what's something that they're not doing that I'm really glad that we do it. You know, um, there's a church in Champaign-Urbana, CU Church, and I had a chance a couple years ago. They have actually a Thursday night service. And um, it's a church my mom goes to. And so I wanted to just check it out. And I, I took a couple friends. I was at Clinton at the time. And we went and visited. And they got about 20 minutes into the service. And I was expecting it was time for the sermon. And the lead minister, Jason Epperson, got up. And he said, you know, we really value relationships. And so what we want you to do for the next 5 to 10 minutes is go talk to people. And, and I'm waiting for further instructions. And all of a sudden, I mean, it's just like on cue. And, and it was really uncomfortable for me. Let me just say that. But you know what happened that night? I ended up reconnecting with a guy I went to high school with that I had not seen since graduation night, (laughs) 1987. And what a blessing, you know? And so we're not doing that at at Second Church as is, but it reminded me there's value in fellowship. There's value in being uncomfortable. And so I think that's just a really good thing. Yeah. The
8: idea of being uncomfortable or, or providing opportunity for fellowship is so important. And, and unless we get away from program, program, prog- program, program, we, we've got to provide that space for people to build those relationships. And especially when we're talking about other churches, we, we've got to find a way for those churches to come together.
1: Okay. One more thing. We're going to go to break. Uh, I would call this discouraging news. It comes actually from the Associated Press and it is a published study by the Lilly Family School of Philanthropy at Indiana University, and it said for the first time in nearly two decades, only half of U.S. households donated to charity. In the year 2000, 66% of U.S. households donated to charity. This last study came out in 2018, 49.6%. So, Terry... You're a smart guy. Put on your thinking cap. Why in the world has charitable giving reduced by 16 percent in U.S. households? I don't get that.
8: Well, uh, if, if I'm going to speak bluntly, yeah. basically, I think people are probably seeing less of a need out there. Okay, they're they're seeing more of an internal need instead of seeing the external need. We live in a we live in a world today that's so full of technology, so full of. Um, Self-centeredism, basically, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, our focus is, is really caught up on ourselves a lot of times. So I think a lot of people have lost sight of what the needs in their community or, okay. or even within the church, the, the reason for giving to the church. But there's also been changes financially. I mean, there's That's been true. changes to tax laws and things like that, that that may not have affected it back in 2018, but I'm guessing in 2021 it's affected it even more. Yeah. I bet the number's even gone down further.
1: Wow. Well, the only thing I would say, and this is me meddling, this is mm-hmm. me putting my nose where it doesn't belong more than likely, but I just want to remind people almost all of us have been sent money from the government that we didn't ask for. And for some of us, we probably very much needed that. For many of us, um, we didn't ask for it, and we had all of our bills paid. And I would just remind you of something that happened about a year ago. This time I won't name the person, but I I received a, a letter in the mail directed to me from a church member, and she said, all my bills are paid. I'm doing just fine. Here is my $600 that the government sent me. The only request I have is I want you to use it to help people in need. And you and I together Mm -hmm. delivered that money. And, again, she said, I don't want my name out there, so I'm not going to share her name. But I thought, what a great example for someone to say, I'm doing great. Let me be a blessing to others. And uh, I actually saw that in multiple places. I, I work with the Danville Rescue Mission, and yeah. we
8: saw the same thing there. Yeah, uh, it wasn't like a hundred people came in right. and did that, but right. a
1: couple people did do but, that. But that's a case. I'd make the case: this one person, her six hundred dollars. I know two instances mm-hmm. where oh, the testimony was: I had no idea how I was going to pay this bill, and it's almost like it was God ordained. Right, right, absolutely. I think I
8: think that's part of God's plan. And when people are generous, other people are blessed, and the the need and the ones meet up together in that moment. God loves a cheerful giver. Right.
1: Give them all you got. All right. Hey, we're going to go to break. You're listening to Direct Line. Greg Taylor, Terry Goodwin. It's Thursday, July 29. We'll be right back after this.
3: Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments i'm judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind i would suggest that you make just one phone call sunset funeral homes and cremation centers
7: lakewood insurance agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs as a result of our expertise in the insurance industry we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation whether we insure you domestically or directly with lloyds of london Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647.
5: pc
0: robinson chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care robinson chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion plus regular alignments just make you feel better come get acquainted today robinson chiropractic is located at the corner of vermilion and poland road in danville also in hoopson westville and watsika Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O dot com.
5: Our world needs humble, confident, bold, and integrity-infused leaders. Live online and in person at more than 500 host venues across the United States, it's the premier leadership event of 2021, the Global Leadership Summit, Thursday and Friday, August 5 and 6. World-class faculty includes Craig Rochelle, Malcolm Gladwell, Dr. Francesca Gino, Dr. Henry Cloud, and more. Join your local community live online or in person at Second Church of Christ in Danville by going to globalleadership.org summit.
1: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line, Greg Taylor, Terry Goodwin. Early today, it was Greg and Steph, and we were able to visit with Deanna Witzel and Charlie Jeffers from McDonald's. But uh, we've got about five minutes left. i got a lot I want to cover, but we've talked GLS, but we haven't talked GLS prison. That's right. So
8: uh, when we do the Global Leadership Summit here at Second Church of Christ, we also host it at the Danville Correctional Center. And uh, and this year, we're, we're doing it a little different. We're going to be hosting a, a smaller group of mentors in the okay. prison the day of the Global Leadership Summit, and then a few weeks later we're gonna broadcast it to the entire prison and then that, yeah. and that's gonna provide an opportunity for some of the mentors to lead the other guys in the prison. Yeah. Because
1: we wanna we wanna provide leadership opportunities for them to help develop each other. You know, we've talked about this a lot on Direct Line, but just a reminder, we are unveiling the Building Blocks video documentary right. at GLS, but we're also showing it on Sunday morning, August eighth at Second Church and all are welcome. Absolutely. And with our services being at eight. 920 and 1045 it's possible to come and be a part of that and still be a part of your church if you go to a different church well terry thank you for all your work i know it's a lot of work to do the gls in the prison but i think it's maybe one of the most important things that we do so terry i have a problem i love history And I love to share history. And by the way, you and Steph did a great job with the history. I guess Steph took most of that. She did great. But let me tell you some uh, things that happened this week in history. July 26, 1775, before the Declaration of Independence, the United States Postal System was established by the Second Continental Congress and the very first Postmaster General, none other than Benjamin Franklin.
8: Did you know that? I did not know that. I was not aware of that. So
1: here's the thing. You know, we talk about the greatest of the founding fathers and, you know, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and John Adams and with the the musical uh, Hamilton, Alexander mm-hmm. Hamilton. But mm-hmm. doesn't Ben Franklin have to be on that uh, on that conversation? He seems list? like one of the big ones. So, yeah. Yeah.
8: He's got to be there.
1: So the very first postman, you still like to get mail? Uh, no. I'm like a little kid. Now, I don't like the bills, but when I I open up my mailbox and there's, like, a handwritten letter, there's a little bit of a kid that jumps out inside of me. That's good. I loved getting mail when I was a student in college. Greg's address is? Yes. uh, No. I have no no, no idea. 3350 East Voorhees. There you go. go. There you go. That's right. Hey, number two, July 30, 1956. The motto, In God We Trust, becomes the official motto of the United States of America by an act of Congress signed into law by President Dwight D. Eisenhower. Now, a couple weeks ago, uh, in 1955, In God We Trust was put on every coin, and it's still a part of the monetary system. But, um, Terry, I I read that, and I'm just reminded how very different things are in 2021. I'm not even sure you could even say officially, in God we trust, without having many of our elected officials very unhappy, very out of line. So
8: Sad where it is, but it, uh, th- th- this is still a good news history segment, and yeah. it's definitely something we're
1: glad is still there. Yep. Here's the third thing, and this is for our friend Stephanie Spangler. May, may God bless you, Stephanie. The wedding of the century on July 29, 1981, Charles, Prince of Wales, and Lady Diana Spencer uh, were married at St. Paul's Cathedral in London. Terry, it was a national holiday. Can you imagine That's a national crazy. holiday for a wedding? 700 million people watched on television... The cost, $48 million. And, you know, I talked about this a year and a half ago on Valentine's Day when we did a sermon on love. And, you know, Stephanie told me that as a little kid, she would have been like 12. She got up in the middle of the night to watch that wedding with her mom and her sister. Now, you were watching, right? Oh, no, no. (laughs) I was three, so no. But you know what, buddy? Uh, It didn't last. Sadly, uh, Charles and Diana separated in 96 they were 92, they were divorced in 96, and she tragically died in 1997. So that's the history book for the week of July 26 to 30 through the years. Well, hey, we're almost done. Good news segment as I wrap up today. Terry, do you know where you were two years ago today? Two years ago today. no. You I were don't. in the Denvale West neighborhood. Helping oh. Greg and Marla Taylor unload all of their earthly possessions. That was a horrible day. Well, do you remember what happened? It rained like crazy. Yes. You remember that? It was crazy. Yeah. But I'll tell you, you guys brought an incredible team, and we had our stuff unloaded before lunchtime yep. that day. But um, I share that it's good news for us because we have been so blessed yeah. to serve here in Danville. We love the community, we love our neighborhood. Uh, We love our church, and we're just so blessed to be here. And um, hard to believe how time flies when you're having fun and battling pandemics and all kinds of crazy stuff. So, Terry, thanks for sitting in, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me. On behalf of my friend Terry Goodwin and my friend Stephanie Spangler, this is Greg Taylor saying thanks for listening to Direct Line. We'll catch you next week. Have a great week.